Welcome to the To Be Honest Podcast, where your besties dish up the tea on life, friendships, and more. Hey! I'm Holly. I'm Emily. Welcome, Welcome back, back to the TBH Podcast. Um, before we get into this episode, we have an exciting guest. I'm going to go ahead and quick introduce. Um, we are so excited to introduce Grace Gerald. Grace is an adventure nature, level, nature lover and all-around down-to-earth gal. She has most recently returned from a several-month trip across the Pacific in Hawaii, and we're so excited to hear all about it. Uh, Grace, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Well, um, in typical TVH pod fashion, we have to start with our drink of the day. Holly, what's your drink of the day? I'm having just green tea. My simple... Emily has her limes all the time, and I have my green tea, so... (laughs) And my cute (laughs) owl mug. Cute. I love it. What about you, Grace? Uh, I just got water in my uh, emotional support water bottle. Goes with me every day, <laughs> as you should. And I have <laughs> coconut water with lime because I'm still trying <laughs> to use up those limes in my fridge. Oh, <laughs> see, I said that I didn't even know you had your limes. I should have known. You should have known. <laughs> what is your high and low, Hall? So you can start us off again. Um. Let's see. My low is probably, I said this a few episodes ago, but probably one of those days, which is today, where literally nothing goes how you plan it, you know? And I'm like, oh, everything. So that's unfortunate. But uh, my high is probably my family is gone for a few days. And I have the whole that's house. Your high. <laughs> yeah, the whole house. I love my Honestly. family, but there's a lot of people, a mm-hmm. lot. So I'm like, I have the whole entire house. It's beautiful. So <laughs> do whatever I want. Yes. What about you, Grace? Um, so my low, honestly, probably this morning, I I had to get up at like 4.40 for work, and I wanted to get back in bed so bad, but when I got to work, it was like, my brain was just not functioning. Like, I was so done with the day at like 6 a.m., but it's okay. It's gotten better. Um, my high, two days ago, I drove down to Kentucky to pick up a puppy, <laughs> Oh. yeah i'm pretty excited what kind she's of puppy she's a border collie so cute yeah. um my low is uh my continuing low where so i'm off contract for my office job for a month at the school um and in my mind I was like oh I'm gonna like have so much free time yada yada yada. (laughs) well no I've worked every day this week doing hair appointments so I'm not surprised (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anyone is but it's fine (laughs) so I've just been a little tired but um on Tuesday I went thrifting to our favorite thrift store and I got these overalls and I got like a bunch of cute stuff um it's like the best thrift store and I'm super happy I've been wearing everything like all week so and i'll kick off my tbh uh my tbh of the week to be honest grandma hobbies are underrated aka crocheting reading baking etc i feel like people are like i feel like people don't think that's a cool hobby i think it's a super cool hobby it's so fun Mm -hmm. i love me some good reading some good baking my i haven't made muffins in forever (laughs) Mm -hmm. nice i agree what about you? 
Um, okay. So this one's pretty, this one, I feel like I've already talked about this before, but I'm just going to say it again, <laughs> is to be honest, running outside is better than running on a treadmill. Let me just talk about it. As we've established, I'm a distance runner and I've had to run, you know, on a treadmill when I'm sadly traveling or something. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't match like my speed to it. No matter how hard you try, it's just not going to work. It doesn't feel natural. And the nice thing about running outside is I'm like, oh, I also got my fresh air in. I feel better about myself. Let's go. I just like it so much more. So, you know. I feel like I've heard people say that like a minute on the treadmill is longer than a minute on the microwave. (laughs) Yep. You're true. (laughs) What about you? Um, I don't know if this is actually an unpopular opinion, but I feel like it is at least from the people around me. But, um, to be honest, breakfast food is better as dinner than breakfast. Like I feel like I just full... love breakfast food all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? But like a full, like, you have eggs and waffles and like bacon and like as dinner just hits so much harder than it does if you have it at 9 a.m. I respect that, yeah. Well, That's... and I, I feel like too, when you eat it at like dinner time, sometimes waffles and all that stuff, like it kind of sits heavy for the rest of the day. But yeah, I can't. Awesome. Well, we might as well dive into why Grace is here. Um, We want to hear all about your Hawaii trip or living in Hawaii. It's kind of longer than a trip, but um, we'll start from the beginning. Um, How did you hear about the situation that you were able to do over there slash like start from the very beginning? Tell us about it. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I... We have to go back to last summer in order to Yes, go all the way back. (laughs) So last summer, I worked at a dude ranch in Montana. And there I met some pretty cool people um, and made some really close friends. Like the last couple of weeks that we were there, we were all talking and there were three of us. And we're like, guys, like, I just want to go to Hawaii. And they're like, yeah, no, I do too. So it was just kind of like, we just like put it in the air at that point. But then, like, we all went home, and a couple weeks later, I was like, guys, I think we need to make this happen. Um, so I I honestly don't know how I – I'm so sorry if that would be terrible. Um, I honestly good. don't know, like, how I found it. Internet searches, I don't know. But I came across a website. The field behind me is getting plowed. Um, <laughs> it's okay. So we loud. can't hear it. Um, I came across a website called uh, Workaway. It's workaway.com or something, um, which is basically a platform for people and organizations, but mostly just like individual people and families to post um, like a want or a need for somebody else to come stay with them so they can they'll host them. Um, and then they'll give something in return. So most of the situations are just families on a farm or older couples who have a little bit more land and they can take care of or whatever. And they have an empty room in their house. So they just open it up and um, for people to come volunteer. But in exchange, they get a place to stay for free. And some of them provide food to different extents. 
Um, so there's just a lot of opportunities out there. There are a lot of other websites and I would recommend a couple different ones before the one that I use, but, um, yeah, we just, we started looking and applying or re reaching out to people who, um, would host three people at a time. Cause that's kind of uncommon. Um, but we reached out to quite a few and finally found one and went out there. Crazy. So what island were you on? So the farm, we stayed on a farm um, that was solar. He had solar um, panels for power and he collected the rainwater for our water source. So we were pretty much off grid um, on the big island. So, and, and you were uh, staying in like a yurt, right? It looked yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. A yurt, mm. so just like a big round canvas tent, basically. <laughs> yep. Wow. And how, how was that? Did you get a lot of like bugs and like little visitors? <laughs> Honestly, no. Like it wasn't that bad because we were up off the ground, so it was like built like on a deck, kind of, to have a, like a good foundation. Um, especially because I get so much water out there that way, it was just like up. Um, but it honestly wasn't that bad. And like the wind would, we got some pretty nasty storms while we were out there and like, it felt, it felt very secure and steady. So wow, it wasn't too bad. Was it really hot in there? Because I know I, when I was in Kauai, Justin and I went to Kauai for our honeymoon in when it wasn't breezy, it got hot. It, so uh, when we were there, we went out, we flew out at the end of January. Um, and for all of February, it rained, um, like Yikes. all day, every day. Wow. Uh, so we saw, we saw like two days of sun in the month of February. Um, and hang on the puppies, puppies crying. Um, and it the temperature really didn't get above like 75 wow so it would drop down to like the high 40s at night and then it would get up to some days it wouldn't get up past like 63 and it was rainy so it was just it was it was kind of chilly actually Dang. while we were there yeah um so we we weren't we weren't there for the full three months so it wasn't always that way okay so what kind of work were you doing while you were on the farm we did a little bit of everything um we fed the animals twice a day took care of most of everything in regards to the animals um but then we also like cleared and put up a fence line um we I like installed a ceiling fan. We I saw that. I was impressed. <laughs> Dang, I couldn't do that. Um, I don't know, just like a bunch of like odd jobs. Like he would have us. Oh, he got a whole like truckload of gravel that we had to like move and like put gravel past in and stuff. So just kind of just stuff on the farm. Yeah. Wow. So, how long were you there? So we were on the farm for six weeks. Okay. Um, so the original plan was three months. And then we got there and realized that we really didn't want to be there for three months. So we said two months. Um, and then two weeks before our plane ticket to Maui, the host actually kicked us out. 
Oh no! Oh. What happened? Yeah. Um, nothing specifically. A lot of stuff kind of had built up to that point, and he got tired of it. I guess I don't. I don't know. Um, but he ended up just blaming us for a lot of stuff that wasn't our fault. Um, oh no! He, yeah. So he. He didn't do anything with his animals, so he stayed in his, he had a yurt, and we had a yurt. He stayed in his yurt pretty much all day. Like, don't know what he did. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he didn't work, so I don't know what he was doing. But we were just doing what he told us to do, to take care of his animals and everything. Um, at one point, he had, he had four donkeys, which are desert animals, living in the rainiest city in the United States with no real shelter. Um, and the one was like 30 years old. He was really old and really scrawny. Um, and one day he died. We got blamed for that. Um, he had five rescue dogs that were, he had two pit bulls. Um, one of which was the alpha female and she picked fights. But as soon as she started fights, all the other dogs would join in and tear each other apart. He blamed us for the dog fights. Um, he blamed us for his animals not being healthy, even though he was the one that, wow. anyway, anyway, he, he was like, there's just been too much going on. Like, this isn't normal. So you guys have to go. I'm like, okay. What? Um, yeah, wow. no, that was, uh, we had just come back from church. So it was like Sunday afternoon. We walked in and he brought us, he packed up our stuff from the bathroom and brought it to us. And he was like, you guys have to go. And I was like, okay, like tomorrow morning, can we like find somewhere to stay? And he's like, no, you need to pack up your stuff and go now. I was like, okay. So he sat down at the dining room table in our yard and we packed our stuff up and loaded it in his car. And he took us into town to a hostel and dropped us off and was like, does somebody want to go in and like see if they have room for you? like oh it seems like you could have called but okay so wow. he dropped, we we got our stuff inside and he was like I actually do have room for two for tonight so we got in and he left so we never never saw him again um wow. yeah so then we were homeless for about a week which is which was an interesting time so did you say it's a hostel for the whole week no they only had availability for two nights so we stayed at the hostel for two nights um, and then we found an Airbnb across town. So we packed up all of our stuff and took a hike across town, um, wow. stared and just stayed at Airbnb for a night and then, um, rented a car, a Kia Soul, and we <laughs> stayed in the car for two nights. Dang. Yeah. Wow. So then, That's wow. um, we flew to Maui that next day after that so yeah crazy was, yeah and Dang. it was like every morning we like woke up and like all right so where are we gonna sleep tonight <laughs> good that's, that's <laughs> insane I I feel like though of all the places that you can be technically I guess like short-term homeless yeah Hawaii <laughs> is kind of one of the nicer ones <laughs> I have to yeah. imagine yeah like if you really didn't have anywhere to sleep like there's a lot of there's a lot of homeless people out there so you would just blend right in but there's a lot of like 
crime because of the homeless population. Oh, really? Like at night, I wouldn't like. Yeah. Mm. Some some parts of town are just not necessarily places you want to be after dark. But dang. But there was plenty of like Airbnbs and cars to rent and stuff because it was Hawaii and there was tourists, so that was good. I can't imagine that's cheap though, just because everything out there is extremely expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it is it's good that we had that like had to pay our way through a week on the big island because Maui would have been Maui and Oahu both would have been much more expensive. Mm. So So what did you do from there? Was was so that we, when you left or was that No, so that was the middle of March. Um we flew to Maui and stayed at a hostel there. So one of the girls I went out there with two girls. One of them actually left the farm at the beginning of March to go to Maui. Um, she got like an actual paying job over there. Um, and then the other girl and I went to a hostel on Maui and she ended up working at that hostel for a month and a half. Um, so working for her stay. And then I just stayed there for two weeks and then, um, and hung out on Maui, just doing whatever. Um, and then from Maui, I went to Milwaukee, where I worked at a hostel for a month. Wow. Crazy. Mm. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Insane. Um, was there anything, like, obviously, there was a lot of um, surprises along the way. Was there <laughs> anything in particular that, like, surprised you just about the island itself or about um, being out there? I feel like one of the things that I'm kind of gathering from what you're saying is like, don't believe all of the Instagram picture yeah, perfect. Yeah. It's not, right. you know, just ditching your, ditching your things to live on uh, in Hawaii. It's not always going to be like the beautiful tropical um, sunshine every day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. It kind of depends on where you are, but like Maui is more so like that sunshine and rainbows every day um I had a lot of surprises um well the rain first of all we ended up in the rainiest city in the U.S. during rainy season and they had an above average amount of rain whoa (laughs) so it was just it wasn't exactly what we were expecting um to go out there to find um Another thing that surprised me, and maybe I was just naive to this, was how many people live on the island of Oahu. There's like 1.2 million people that live on Oahu. Wow. Whoa. Which is crazy. Yeah. So like Honolulu is just like a whole like southern side of the island is just like a big city, which I, I don't know. I guess I just never really thought about it, but because the other islands aren't like that either. Um. But yeah, and the fact that every each island is so different, mm-hmm. um, like so completely different, it's like a different place. That's crazy. Um, that was yeah, that was another thing that just like blew my mind. Every time I went to a different island, I was like, "How is this the same? How doesn't make any sense?" I had a friend who lived on the Big Island, and she said, "We always like when I first heard about that, I was like, oh wow, that's so cool.'" And she's like, "No, like I live on the ugly side." 
And I was yeah. like, I didn't know that there was like two sides. She's like, That's what all, the, all the pictures you see are like the luscious, like green, amazing side. And I live on like the brown side. Yeah. No, that's that's where I was. I was on the ugly side of the big island. <laughs> oh, no. That's, that's funny. Um, How was working in the hostel? Was there like, what were the people like? Anything? Working in hostels is so much fun. Really? Just, just be, yeah. Like, not necessarily the work itself. Like, we just did housekeeping and cleaning the bathrooms, cleaning the kitchen, like, just stuff like that. But you're interacting with people from all over the world every day, and it's new people all the time. Um, like, I'd be in the kitchen making dinner, and two people would be sitting at the table, like, speaking German to each other, and then somebody else would come in and they'd sit down and join them and like they didn't know them but they're like hey you're speaking german and it was like yeah and so then they start talking then so many wow. other people come in they're like speaking french and there's like it was just it's i don't know it's just like the whole culture of it is just so cool to have like backpackers from all over the world around all the time and just like you can just hear their stories and pick their brains about anywhere that you want to go that's so crazy yeah I would imagine there's probably like the majority of the people there are travelers because Mm -hmm. or just want to see like different parts of the world and you know it's a little bit Mm -hmm. less expensive than hotels and airbnbs yeah what is the price what does it cost to stay in a hostel um so it kind of depends I think on Oahu at the hostel that I was at it was like I'll say it was like 54 a night. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's for a bed in a shared dorm room. So there's three other people in your room. Um, and all of the dorms at that hostel were mixed. So it could be guys or girls. But then like that hostel had its had every room had its bathroom. So you just kind of had your own little suite there. Gotcha. And how did you find living like amongst strangers like that? I think at that point I was just used to it. I don't know like it it just like Mm -hmm. I had lived at the hostel on Maui for two weeks um which was and then the hostel on Oahu for two nights and it's like I don't know it was it all just felt very like I guess at that point just to like walk in and be like hi right (laughs) I'm gonna stay here now yeah I feel like you can't be really like surprised by a whole lot after you stayed in the crazy (laughs) year and then in a Kia Soul (laughs) and I'll tell you we own a Kia Soul and those things are tiny (laughs) actually so before I left Maui um my friend and I who were there she we rented a Subaru Forester I think um and we went up one of the um volcanoes for the sunset and then we stayed up there to see the sunrise so we just slept in the car um Kia Soul was so much more comfortable than sleeping in the Subaru that's so funny Uh, so our Kia is very comfortable I will say like like the seats just fit right to like yeah it's a small little cube car but it does have a decent amount of like uh, I don't know. The seats are comfortable and it has like lots of height in the top, which is nice. Yeah. 
Um, do you have any tips for solo travelers? Like, uh, especially as a girl, like any solo travel tips slash confidence boosters if you might be like nervous or what all else? Yeah. You're pretty confident, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would say, yeah, like the, one of the most important things like is traveling, traveling as a girl by yourself is just the confidence aspect. Like, even if you're not confident, just like walk around like you're confident. Like you're going from point A to point B. So get there and like know where you're going. And if you look like you're lost or if you're slowed, like, I don't know, trying to figure anything out, like I would like get into like, go into a restaurant or somewhere like where you can be like by yourself to just like figure stuff out. Because if you're standing on the street looking like you're lost, then that's a really big opportunity for people just to like, come up to you and be like do you need help finding where to go like I can take you there <laughs> I've got some like, candy oh, in my car yeah. <laughs> um but really, really like a lot of people especially in like touristy place like that places like that um a lot of people do just want to help it's kind of hard to like filter through but um I don't know more tips for solo traveling I I don't know because I I would say just like yeah I guess just like the confidence thing just like even if you don't know where you're going or what you're doing put a face on that says that you do like and then you'll figure it out like you got this but um no I don't know the whole packing thing like knowing what to take and how to pack light kind of like comes with like packing really heavy and having to work down or like failing at it or figuring out along the way but I don't know it's not it's not as daunting and scary as it like seems like once Mm -hmm. you get out there like once you're there you're just another person like it's not like everybody's like who's that like she's never been here before like she doesn't know what she's doing she's not from here like once you're there you're just another person unless you look like you stand out but right a lot of a lot of like high travel places and like a lot of Europe um a lot of backpackers go through so it's not it's not super uncommon a lot of places to see like backpackers or like find hostels where you know there are other travelers will be there um and that's actually probably a pretty good tip too is to to look at hostels like even if you're going to going to Hawaii or if you're going I don't know anywhere really Hostels are so budget friendly, but then also like you meet so many people and you meet a lot of other people who are traveling solo. You just be like, hey, I'm not doing anything tomorrow or I don't have plans tomorrow. Like you guys want to go do something? And then like instant friends. That's so cool. It's it's great. Yeah. So you talked about packing light. What are your packing (laughs) light tips? I (laughs) used to be the worst overpacker, like the worst. Mm -hmm. Um, But now like, um, traveling around like New England for work a lot of the year I have gotten it down to a science but it's mm-hmm. not like I'm dressing to like do bridal hair I'm not dressing to like right. be in the outdoors at all right. <laughs> the right. closest thing to that is my Birkenstocks but that's about all <laughs> um, so yeah give us your packing light tips what are the essentials and what are you leaving at home yeah so I probably the heaviest and bulkiest thing that I struggled to like minimize was shoes 
um, because I didn't know, like for my situation, I could go hiking or I could be walking three miles across town or just going to the beach or going to dinner. Like, so like, I was like, I need like shoes for all of this. Um, so I think I ended up with three pairs of shoes. I should, when we were, um, going from Oahu, nope, from the big Island to Maui, I shipped a bunch of stuff home. Um, and I think I got it down to three pairs of shoes and then I ended up buying a pair of tennis shoes from Walmart because I wanted tennis shoes. Um, but I would say just like clothing wise, just the clothes that you know you're comfortable in and the clothes that you wear a lot at home are going to be the clothes that you want to wear. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're it's like, so true. if you're like, I never wear this, but I'm going to go like be in this place and this is going to be like, I'm going to want to wear this. Like maybe, maybe you will. Maybe it's like as special t-shirt that you just don't wear at home, but like (laughs) guarantee that one t-shirt that you wear like every other day when you get home from work and you just like throw on a t-shirt, probably going to want to take that one with you. But um, just like two or three staples of like everything. So like two good, like comfy t-shirts, two or three pairs of shorts, a pair of pants, obviously depending on where you're going but like just like two or three of everything should should set you good like clothing wise um there's towards the end I didn't really have much other than clothes packed because I knew that everything else would kind of be like I would be working in like a fully stocked kitchen and stuff like that but if I was like I don't know, there are variations, I guess, if your your circumstances are different. But I pretty much just had clothes, clothes and shoes, and then like headphones and a couple of books, I think is pretty much all I had with me. Awesome. Yeah, I used to definitely be the type of person to be like, oh, like this dress I've never worn, yes. but it's cute. I'm going to take it and then never wears it. So mm-hmm. unfortunate. Right. <laughs> um. <laughs> How was the tr- transition back home after? Was it weird going from living so independently and solo to now being back integrated with the fam and everything? Yeah, it's always interesting. So since this was like my second time, technically after Montana, I came back um, and it was the same, like integrating back in. Um, it's interesting. I feel like it it was better this time than it was last time last time was a little more difficult just like figuring out what like my role was in the house again um but yeah no definitely getting rid of the whole like solo aspect of it and just like doing my own thing gets a little hmm. yeah (laughs) rough sometimes but like it's nice it's definitely not nice to be like on my own out there like traveling seeing the world but it's also nice on nice at home so yeah it's just different it's just mm-hmm. different awesome well what do you have up next what's next in store <laughs> yeah. I, any plans I, I actually don't have any big plans next just um, chilling out yeah just chilling so i have a a small trip or two planned um probably going to South Carolina at the end of June and then um 
possibly going to Montana in August um, and then maybe back out to Hawaii for a week or so in the winter because one of my awesome. friends is still out there. She like leased a house and everything. So oh she's gosh, out, there, out there for a while. Yeah, she stayed. Um, but no, nope, I'm just home for now. Awesome. awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the pod and telling us all about your trip. This is so fun to listen eight. to. <laughs> of course. I'm glad Yay. I could be here. <laughs> and I know our listeners are going to be so excited to hear lots of stories because that's the one thing, the feedback that we hear all the time is they're like, more oh, yeah. stories. Yeah. <laughs> so, that makes yeah. so much sense, though, because Emily and I are always like, oh, that's our favorite part of listening to a podcast. Right? I'm just like, well, what happened next? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.